Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Monday, May the 9th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up, Ray G. And for that, I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. We were, it felt like a little hiatus. Felt like I haven't done this show in forever. We were out um, on Thursday. I had a graduation to go to. Um, but we're back in the building. It's been a couple of days. It's good to see y'all. Good morning, good people. How are y'all doing, James? That's right, baby. The algorithm makes you subscribe to the content, hit thumbs up, like it, do all that other good stuff, man. Good to see you in the building, James. We got Roro in the building, Mike A, as always. Chad, the McNutted. I gave him a new nickname, said he should call himself the Teardown King. Mike, one half of the 4D Chess crew, make sure you tap into their show, man. They had a dope, dope episode that dropped last Friday, kind of talking about um, these rookies and where we should value them. And we had an interesting conversation um, amongst the patrons, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Uh, the Heisman's here. We, we really dove into where we should be drafting these guys. So if you want to hear um, some data and, and rationale behind why, you know, Kenny Pickett should be drafted high in rookie drafts and Kenneth Walker, then make sure you tap into their, to their show. Jay Peters in the building. Wyatt, my girl, Joe, how you doing? How you doing? Lindsey Mack in the building. Good morning to you. Jasmine's in the building. Robert, John, man, it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be a good day. There goes my boy Eric EV in the building. Yes, Lindsey Mack. It's a great way to start the week. Shout out to our partners, Prize Picks. Use the promo code WAKEUP, 100% deposit match, dollar for dollar, up to $100. And I'm just letting you know right now, me and Jay Rich are degenerates. We love it. Um, you know, I, I guess chilling for this week and not having NFL draft content to like dive into and focus in on. It allowed me to appreciate some of the other sports. So the big thing floating around the t- Twitter airwaves is F1, Formula One racing. I guess this is a big thing. There's apparently some Netflix series um, that's really dope. So now I got to watch that. And now everybody is an Formula One racing expert. You see that going on. Um, Major League Baseball, uh, my good friend. I-, I say it's a good friend. I know him. I've met him a couple of times. We have some business interactions, but Clayton Kershaw on the mound again. He did a good job pitching. WNBA. Hey, shout out to all the WNBA fans out there. Jay and I love it. We will be doing prop bets in the WNBA. We got a model for that. Just appreciating all the sports, man. Now that we sort of have this downtime in the football season, and because we have this downtime in the football season, anything that happens on the football field, people overreact to. Like, literally, I'm watching practice minicamp highlights of Justin Ross literally running a a curl route, and people are drafting him in the second round of rookie drafts. Kenneth Walker makes a catch in shorts and a t-shirt jersey, and people are losing their mind and projecting him to get 70 targets. It is just overreaction season, and this is the shit that happens when we have no football, when there is nothing else to talk about. We will find something to discuss, but before I do that, I got to bring in my man, my good friend, 
producer of this beautiful thing that we do over here. Jay Rich, how you doing this morning, big dog? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, wanted to give a shout out to Ryan McDowell, who you missed in the chat. Ryan was uh, in the chat Whoa. checking us out. Yeah, I know. Big dog. Ryan big McDowell, dog boy, in the, in the chat. Um, hilarious, though. You should watch Drive to Survive. It is it is well done. Um, for a show about racing, I think the biggest thing for F1 with me that's so interesting, I think why you'll like it too, is just how much money is poured into it day after day after day. And it's like the drivers on the track, dude just crashes, just like millions of dollars down the drain. And it's, bro, it's wild. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the highlight, but Paolo Benchero was at the race yes. yesterday, the Miami Grand Prix, and the British guy thought he was Patrick Mahomes. Thought it was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine some dude who's like five foot six and you're like six eleven, just yelling behind you, Patrick, Patrick? Yeah. Like, and you're just ignoring him, and then all of a sudden you just like go through this whole awkward conversation. My yeah. goodness, man, that was that funny. Was so and then funny. like. He was Apollo was doing a good job with it because at the end yeah. the guy was like, "So I guess you're not Patrick Mahomes. Who are you?" And he's like, "Apollo Banchero, man. Like, what's up?" And yeah. the guy was like, "All right, well, like he had no shame, no shame that he had no damn clue who who the hell." But neither, <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, Jasmine says she's not watching um, any uh, Netflix series to get into F1. That's what we do, man. When, when, especially black people, man. As soon as we saw Tiger Woods, all of us, I was at the golf course. Next thing you know, I'm gonna be in, trying to get into fucking Formula One just because I watched the Netflix series, man. So, uh, Jay, news-wise, not a ton of news going on, but I do want to touch on narrative season, right? Because we're we're already we're already at the stage of the process where the Jets' best wide receiver in rookie minicamp is not Garrett Wilson. It's some undrafted free agent. Oh, God, no. Yeah, yep, yeah, looks better than Garrett Wilson, so fade Garrett Wilson into oblivion. Uh, we're already at that stage. Some some guy named Isaiah something apparently was the best-looking wide receiver at Jets' rookie minicamp. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling. I don't. Right. Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe he was. But neither here nor there. That's not going to impact Garrett Wilson at all when the season comes around. But the big narrative, man, that's that's continuing to run rampant amongst the NFL is coming out of San Francisco. And it's Trey Lance and his underwhelming performances. Um that has San Francisco brass and all these other people reluctant or hesitant. This is all we're seeing right now is Trey Lance. I'm seeing one where they, they talked about his arm strength, which that individual should be immediately disqualified because of all the yeah. things that Trey Lance struggles with, arm strength should not be in that category. Just what are your thoughts, Jay, on everything around this whole Trey Lance thing? Are you concerned? Are you worried? Is this smoke screen coach speak? BS, real, real S. Like, what do you think, man? I think for it to be smokescreen, that would be pretty odd. Because when you really think about it, as much as Trey Lance had development and things he had to go through to just kind of learn to be an NFL pro, it doesn't make sense for it to be smokescreen. Like, Jimmy still has his surgery. He's got his recovery. All these things have to fall in place. And we didn't even mention Debo Samuel in that situation at all. So that's where, for me, like, I don't see it being smokescreen. It feels like something a low-level reporter might have heard through the grapevine and just leaked it because he needed a story. And so it 
for me, it's a non-story. Again, I am someone who doesn't have Trey Lance on any of my dynasty teams, so it's easy for me to say I'm not worried. But at the end of the day, like his ceiling is his arm strength, his raw ability, and more importantly, his rushing ability, which isn't going to go away for any reason in San Francisco or on any other team. So I'm not overall too worried about Trey Lance. I think he's going to be fine. I think you know he may go through his lumps. I'm sure that San Francisco reporters will be all over him, but... You know, that's the criticism he's going to take as the number three pick, right? If you want to be the number three pick, you got to take that criticism. And if you're not playing well, they're going to tell cr- you, right? Cr- they're going to let you know. So, But p- when did he not play well? They haven't even played since, like, February, well, like, but January. If he, if, he, if he doesn't look good in practice, like, Mac Jones looked good practicing. in practice. They're not so, practicing. And he's a criticism. They're not know, practicing. Well, someone's got some info that we don't got. This and I don't is know, bullshit. I don't know if it's from off-season it's workouts. BS. I don't know what it is. But it's people BS. got something. It's be, I, I don't know what San Francisco – this is what it feels like, man. And, and, again, I've said this a million times. It feels like Shanahan didn't want him, like, and the ownership forced that pick. If it, it, like, why, what good does this do anybody? Like, what, this doesn't help drive the price for Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't get it, man. I feel like man. we see this like, a lot, though. I feel like you just – you see these reports and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, again, Justin Fields, same type of thing. Oh, why are people saying all these bad things about Justin Fields, about Zach? Like – it's just what happens in the NFL. For better or worse, you see these reports come out, yeah, and you don't I mean, know what to make of them, and then you just kind of wait to see what happens. Like, it doesn't change anything for me. It's just, I guess, a little concerning because you're like, why are people saying these things? Because, like, you're saying there's no merit to it. So it's just weird to see it kind of come out out of nowhere and people to be, you know, reacting, obviously, to the news when really, again, it doesn't have any merit because nothing's actually happening. I just don't – I don't get it. Like, I don't – if – maybe he legitimately is right maybe maybe, let's just let's just take the let's just take it for what it is and say Trey Lance is legitimately he legitimately because they're not practicing now he legitimately struggled throughout practice or whatever during year one what did Zach Wilson do it looked like he struggled right what what did Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence struggled Mac Jones had his bumps and bruises. Justin Fields struggled. He's a rookie quarterback. He played what? Started two games, Arizona and then Houston. He started yep. two games last year. Played sparingly. Uh, why? Like it's it's just the strangest thing. But because of this, the 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 community, the fantasy community, of course, reacts to this news, right? Just like Justin Ross runs a ten yard dig route. Now people are drafting him in the second round of rookie draft. So because of this news. Where are you just personally, where are you at with, with Trey Lance? Because we know uh, you honestly don't like any of the rookie quarterbacks from 2021. You don't like Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You you continuously talk about Trevor Lawrence being a bust. You don't like uh, Mac Jones. You're not a fan of – well, actually, you do like – of all the quarterbacks, you actually like Zach Wilson um, and hate everybody else. Right. You dis- sure. the, Let me say that one more time for everyone listening. Uh, doesn't like Trey Lance, doesn't like Justin Fields yep. – or Trevor yep. Lawrence or Mac Jones, but he loves Zach Wilson. So where are you at with, with Trey Lance? I think I'm where I've always been, right? And to actually give context to what you just said, that's more so at cost than just simply as prospects, right? So for me, I've always talked about how I think Trey Lance is a little bit overrated. If you want to take him, you're running the risk of we don't know what he is. But, you know, if you if you want to drop Trey Lance, go for it. It's I still think that you can get a better quarterback in my opinion, but do what you want to do. And like we talked about, the upside is still there. I do think the only upside play is Zach Wilson. I think that Fields and Lawrence and well, Mac actually is an okay value right now. And Lance, we'll see. But if you're telling me I can take Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford behind those guys, I'm doing it. And and I, I'm curious, actually, 
Ray, I don't know if we're talking about on this show, but where Jalen Hurts would be now, because he was behind those guys too. He's behind the big, the top three. Now, would he be going ahead of some of those guys in drafts? I'm not sure. Behind who? Would Jalen Hurts? He was be- behind. Field, he was behind Fields. Yeah, he was behind so. Lawrence and behind Lance, right? I, mean, I think he's be add- going ahead of some of those guys now. Yeah. Here's the thing: the, the the difference between those guys and Justin Fields is security. That that's really those those quarterbacks from 2021. They've got a level of security because they were first round picks last year, right? So their yep. their leash, their runway is much longer than that of Jalen Hurts. But if you're talking about what we've seen so far on the field of competition, I have a lot more mm-hmm. confidence in Jalen Hurts than I do. We're talking fan. We're not talking about winning Super Bowls. We're talking about scoring fantasy points, right? Like I'm taking Jalen Hurts over Zach Wilson. I'm taking him over Mac Jones. Yep. I'm taking him over. Would you take him? No. So would you take, take him? Okay, we'll start with Fields. Yeah. Would you take him over Fields? Because for me, it's easy. Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. Maybe. Would I you could, take I him could over be, I could be. I could be. I could be. I could have my arm twisted into that. Yes, I could. Come on, you would do it. You no, would do I don't it. Know. You, you, I still you like Fields. I'm still. I'm, st- I'm still. I am a big Fields truther. So um, I, I just think that he didn't really. He didn't get a shot to fully play last year. They were pulling him in and out like they did Tua a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, and he that he was devoid of weapons, so I'm still in on fields. Well, man. that's I don't not know. changing though. So yeah, I mean, it's, let's be it's, real; it's not I, changing. Okay. But can, Trevor keep, Lawrence, keep where would you go, Trevor Lawrence, the Golden Boy, Mister? I'm giving you a pass. Would you do it? You would do it. I know you. I don't would. know. You would man. do it. I don't you think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think T. Law was in Trey Lance. Would you? No, take him I would rather have Trey Lance than Justin Fields. I'd rather. Okay. Have, I, I believe in that system. Okay. I think all of that stuff out of San Francisco is BS, and I don't know why. I, I honestly, I'm trying to think of a reason why they should do that. I heard one thing that they're apparently he's working out with Brandon Ayuk on their own, and they weren't oh. doing the voluntary or involuntary, whatever okay. min, you know, voluntary yeah, yeah. mini camp type practices. Apparently, I heard he and Ayuk are working out on their own. This is just what I heard, and maybe they don't like that. But I, I, I still. I still hold Trey Lance in high regard. I think that upside and that talent, I mean, he'd be the runaway QB1 um, in this class, man. So, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm with Fields. The problem is he plays for the Bears. Yeah, the Bears, they just stink, right? I don't they, they see the stink. value going up, right? That's my issue with Fields for this year, is oh, I feel boy. like there will be a better buy window coming shortly when they are, you know, 5 and 12 again this year. Okay. Nathan says Jalen Hurts top five uh, redraft quarterback top five QB as soon as he gets extended. Once he gets it, that 100%. that extension that 100%. extension changes everything, right? That extension changes everything. He gets he gets that extension. It's a whole different top conversation. Tips. So um, now somebody said that they would take Kenny Pickett over uh, any of the twenty twenty one guys, and this is a great segue into looking at now that we've got. We're you know almost a, a week removed from the NFL draft, almost two weeks removed from the NFL draft. Uh, let's see where the value of these guys are right now, and let's just go. Let, you know, Jay, we were we were looking for different ADPs. I'm like, man, whose ADP are we going to use? We're going to use sleeper. We're going to use DLF. We're going to use this. We're going to use that. We're going to the tried and true, the best data collection source in the game. I'm a fan. I am all in. Give me some keep trade cut, baby. We are going to keep trade cut. And we're just gonna look at Jay. Let's let's get us on the screen. Where where are we at? Hold on, hold on. Uh, picture in picture. Where are we at? Yeah, there we go. All right, we're going to uh, we're going to look at where the community 
values these guys, right? So let's let's just take a look here. Um, Kenny Pickett, QB1, as he should be, right? Uh, Malik Willis, QB2, still Malik Willis at QB2. The community is valuing Desmond Ritter as the QB3 in Atlanta, Matt Corral at 4, and Sam Howell at 5. We don't care about Strong, Zappy, or Purdy. What are your thoughts on the community's ranking here on the most reliable ranking source there is, Keep Trade Cut? What do you think? What a way to start this Monday off. A little Keep Trade Cut and Jay Rich shitting on all the 2021 quarterbacks besides Zach Wilson. Continue to to perpetuate this bad information, Jay. So I think it's fine. You know, if you want to take Malik Willis, I'm, I'm fine with it. I know you're a fan of Corral and his landing spot. And so at four behind Ritter is a little puzzling to me. But maybe if you believe Desmond Ritter is going to get on the field earlier than Corral, then... I'm fine with it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just you're drafting Kenny Pickett or you're not, and then we'll see after that, right? I was in a draft this weekend, and Kenny Pickett, it was a it was a one QB draft, but Kenny Pickett went at the 308. And I was like, damn, man, like that's pretty wild. I think the ranks are fine. You know, I think the community again, at the end of the day, it's you want Kenny Pickett or you don't. And after that, pretty it's, much. you're just taking you're just pretty taking much. your shot on a guy. If you're pretty in Superflex. Do, are you taking Kenny Pickett in the top six or seven, yes or no? And then in the second, third round is when you decide, do I take a shot on one of these quarterbacks and who is it? Sam Howell, probably the best value as far as I'm concerned. I've seen him in the third round in a lot of rookie drafts. I'm willing to make that bet because he's still, you know, day three quarterback, whatever, who cares? He plays on a team that needs a quarterback. Carson Wentz isn't very good. You want to take a shot earlier on Corral or Willis or Ritter, I'm fine with it. But it's Kenny Pickett or bust really for a lot of people. I think that's fine. <laughs> Sam, what are you talking about? Keep track cut as trash. Why Ray likes to use this? It's the best, man. It's this is what your this is where your league mates are at, right? This is these are the people putting this shit in here. So it's it's good to use it to see where the community values these players, man. It's sort of a running joke of the show. We just l- listen. It's crowdsourced data and it's updated constantly. So we just use it, right? All right, I don't really care. I want Kenny Pickett. After Kenny Pickett, I don't want any of them. I don't want Malik. Don't really want Corral. Don't want Ritter. Don't want Howe. I don't want third-round quarterbacks and or fifth-round quarterbacks um, on my roster. Like, I don't I don't really, you know what I mean? It's Are Kenny you Pickett. worried that Bailey Zappi could give Mac Jones a run for his money in training camp? Like, I'm actually, Ray, I was talking to my buddy about this. I'm waiting Jay, for the report. Jay, Jay. I'm waiting for the report that Bro. comes out that says Bailey Zappi looks better than Mac Jones of in course, training camp. But Jay, and people are going to lose I, their damn I thought minds. you were about to say, you were, were I was about to say, don't no, start this no. this morning, man. Come I'm on, excited you, for that. I'm excited for that narrative. You've, it's already, be, you've already said a couple of questionable things. Don't, don't start this Bailey Zappi versus Mac Jones stuff. All right. Let's look at the running backs. This is this will be interesting. Let's take a look at these rookie RBs, Jay. So no surprise, we got Brees Hall at RB1, Kenneth Walker RB2, James Cook RB3, Damian Pierce, which the more this goes on, I'm like, mm, I don't know about him at RB4. We'll talk about that in a second. Rashad White RB5, Spiller at 6, Zamir White at 7, Algier, Brian Robinson, TDP, which personally I think he should be a little bit higher than this. Uh, Pierre Strong, Kyron Williams. I was going to say Kier Williams because Pierre. Kyron Williams. Haskins, uh, starting to think he should be a little higher as well. Uh, Tyler Beatty, how he's at 14, I have no clue. Jerome Ford, Kevin Harris, Keontae Ingram at 17, a little bit egregious there. 
And the one that I'm interested in, I'm telling you, man, is Snoop Connor down there at 21. Um, he's probably going to play for Jacksonville with James Robinson still nursing that Achilles tear. So let's just talk about what we've witnessed and what we've seen. Um, l- look at this. James Cook valued as RB27 <laughs> already. And there are some drafts, Jay, where I'm seeing people take James Cook. Uh, I've seen him go 101. Seen him go 102. Stop it. Yes. Seen him oh, consistently amongst the people who use keep trade cut. He's going inside the top five of rookie drafts, man. Uh, James James Cook. What are, what are we? Uh, okay. First of all, there, there's no debate one, two, right? I've seen a couple of, of, yeah. of posts of some, some people being contrarian, and they have Kenneth Walker at one over Brees Hall. It makes no sense. Like, z- literally makes no sense. None. Zero cents. Um, I guess it was that catch in practice that just bumped his ADP up, right? Um, but where are you at with with this this cluster? Because I think the cluster is this: it's it's Cook, Pierce, White, Spiller, the other White, Algier, Robinson. Like it's just a bunch of guys lumped into there. What what are your thoughts? So my biggest issue, honestly, is where to value James Cook. Um, because I don't, like, Ray, I don't know where you're at with James Cook, where you would draft him, where he is in your rankings, but I just find it so difficult to draft him. I drafted him at 201 in a league, felt like the value was fine, you know, didn't love it, didn't hate it. Um, but what I will say is that James Cook has saved me in some of my rookie drafts because people take him ahead of Pickens, ahead of Dodson, ahead of guys that I really like that were high draft picks. And so for me, that's what I appreciate more than anything else. But I don't know where to draft him. And I want to know what running backs you're kind of out on. Like, I don't really want a whole lot of Damian Pierce. He's just not a running back I believe in. Even in Houston, people are drafting him high. I saw him go 202. Um, I, like you're saying, Rashad White, 201. Not a player I want to buy for year one, knowing that Fournette's probably going to be the guy this year. So where's the value going to really come from? Right. Again, I, you talked about TDP being low. I think he could definitely go higher because San Francisco is still a place that plays their running backs and right. guys get hurt. And so it, it, all you need is a shot, right? Brian Robinson, I drafted a bunch. So I, I think that the interesting one for me is Zemir White because he is a guy you're going to have to wait on, but people are still drafting him high because maybe they like the system. Maybe they know Josh Jacobs is going to be gone after this year. But where are you at with Zemir White? Because I think we both like the talent. Obviously, the injuries are concerning. But the prospect post Josh Jacobs probably could be one of the best spots of all for a running back. I, listen, I, I think the fact that the Raiders uh, spent that draft capital on Zamir White, I think he's going to get an opportunity. We know they didn't give. Now, that doesn't mean they can't re-sign Josh Jacobs, right? But they declined his fifth-year option, and there's nobody yeah. else in that backfield. We anticipate that offense being much better. Like, there should just be running lanes galore for whomever's carrying the ball in that backfield. So, uh, Zamir White down there at seven, I can make a case for him. I I can make a case for him all the way up as, you know, top five. I I think this this Pierce thing, and um, I'm just going to say it, and y'all may disagree. I don't really care, um, but I I truly believe it. Marlon Mack is going to be the starting running back for Houston. I I don't envision... I don't think Damian Pierce is just waltzing into Houston as the guy. We're talking about a cat. As much as we like some of his testing numbers, which weren't overly great, he was just a guy in college, right? I like the the idea of Damian Pierce when I didn't have to draft him as RB4 off the board. But now that his, his price has been bumped up to this range and where you'll have to get him, 
dude, I, I, he's already valued as a top 36, uh, you know, uh, running back three in Dynasty right now. I just, I don't know, man. It, it just seems a little too rich for my taste. I asked you the question, what's the big difference between his situation and White, Spiller, the other White, Algier, TDP? Like, I just... Nah, man, I'm well, not. I'm not buying Damian Pierce as the RB four in this class. I'm not buying it, man. And I don't have him ranked that way. You asked. I got James Cook, Rashad White, and Isaiah Spiller all over Damian Pierce. All of them over Damian Pierce. Yeah, I mean, I think people just see it as the opportunity, right? You know, we don't think Marlon Mack is any stalwart running back who's going to demand a bunch of carries. And so, if people think that Damian Pierce can beat him out, maybe that's a route you want to take. Maybe that's the narrative that you're selling yourself when you want to draft him at RB4. You know, I, I don't I don't try to look at the RB4 price because it, it feels inflated for what it really yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah, he's still yeah. top of the first draft pick. But even for me, like, as <clears> much <throat> as I like Houston, I like Kenneth Walker in Houston. I like Brees Hall in Houston. Running backs that I know can succeed regardless yeah. of the situation. I don't know if Damian Pierce can succeed regardless of his situation, even if he is a starting running back. Now, starting running backs will always have value. So if he does beat out Marlon Mack or whoever the running back is there, Rex Burkhead, David Johnson, if he's still there, then he will have value. But will it be a ton more value? Like, are people going to trade first-round picks for Damian Pierce? Maybe if he looks good. But I think that if you talk about an Isaiah Spiller or a TDP, who will be playing in excellent systems, San Francisco system is a great system if TDP does succeed and people will trade for him. Right. Isaiah Spiller, if he does be the primary rusher and compliment to Austin Eckler in a Chargers offense, will be worth a ton in Dynasty. And to your point about draft capital... Isaiah Spiller and Damian Pierce have very similar draft capital. It's really not that different. And when it comes down to it, I'm betting on the talent of Isaiah Spiller in most drafts. And I'm trading down from the top of the second to go and get Isaiah Spiller because I believe in the talent with the similar draft capital. And honestly, the situation for me with Isaiah Spiller, if he hits, is a great spot to be in overall. So, you know who my favorite just waiver wire dart throw is on this list? Like, honestly, that I want, I will have probably more shares of this running back than any other running back in 2022. Do you know who it is? I don't, I have no idea. Is it Kevin Harris? Yes, he's low. He's low. He's low. No, not Kevin Harris. No. Ty Chandler? No, not Ty Chandler. I don't even, I don't even, I don't, I don't even see Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler's not even on keep trade cut. What are they doing? Well, somebody go talk to the the, the developers here. There's no, it's not even Ty Chandler on here, but uh, of these players, do you know where I, where I will be having the most of? Is it Sincere McCormick? Sin- no, it's not Sincere McCormick. It's Abram Smith. Just tell me who it is. It's Abram know. Smith, oh, man. Oh, no. I, no, you're not doing it. I <laughs> am, man. I think, listen, New Orleans is always, we wanted a running back to land in New Orleans so bad because they run a two-back system. Like, we know that, right? Abram Smith, waiver wire guy. You don't even have to pay for him. But, man, his pathway to just get on the field is not a lot. Like, there's not... There isn't much that he has to get through to get on the no. field, man. I mean, true. And there's he'll make not the a lot. 100%. There's not a lot. And, and New Orleans has already shown they're not going to give Alvin Kamara the ball 250 times out of the backfield. It's not happening. Like, it's not happening. Mark Ingram is literally uh, 41 years old and slow. And then they've got uh, Divine Zigbo, or at least last year, Tony Stinkin' Jones. Like, Abram Smith has got a shot, man. He, he signed a pretty nice size UDFA deal. Yep, I one think of the highest. All he's got to do is make the roster. All he's got to do is make he the 50. 100 he's making the roster, and, right? And, and, again, and, he, can, he can play on special teams. That's why he's so valuable to them, and, right? And, and, and Mike, Mike said it. He cost you 399 
and he's not he's not a player that I'm telling you he's going to be some superstar in fantasy. I'm talking about um, I find something on the ground, I go to a garage sale, and I buy some picture and find out that picture is worth twenty bucks. Like I, I got it for I got it from a dollar for a gra- from a garage sale, and I was able to flip that dollar picture from a garage sale for twenty bucks down the line. Like that's that's Abram Smith. He's he's at the garage sale. He's you know it's late in the day. Uh, the homeowner's just ready to go inside, and she's just like, give me a buck for it, and I'll give it to you. Uh, you get Abram Smith, he gets on the field for New Orleans, and you can flip him for future draft capital. And I think his pathway to relevancy, like there is there is a clear path for him to get on the field if he's good. And if he's not, then you cut him. His ass cost you zero a $0 yeah. bid off waivers. Who cares? Yes, Keontae Ingram, no doubt. Um, but I, I really like Abram Smith. Isaiah Pacheco, not really. We'll We'll see. You know, the, the thing with Kansas City, they have shown that they'll just put anybody back there. They don't even care, right? Like Jarek McKinnon, come run the ball. Uh, Kevin Harris, no thank you. Ingram, absolutely. Uh, Snoop Connor, he's a, he's a banger. He, he, he was Carlos Hyde. He's a younger version of Carlos Hyde, like literally. Uh, so if Urban Meyer was there, he would love Snoop Connor. But they drafted him in the fifth round. Snoop Connor's a nice little dart throw as well. But let's move to the receivers. Let's get Let's have some fun. Let's talk wide outs. Finally. Keep Trade Cut, man. This is such a great site, man. I love this place. Love love being in Keep Trade Cut streets. All right, Drizzy, Drake, London at one. Traylon going off the board at what? Drake, London, wide receiver, 12. You hear that? McNutted, teardown king. Top 12 wide receiver already. Drake, London, let's go. Drake, London, valued. That's, that is, we got to go that's to the crazy. full dynasty ranks because I need to see who he's ahead of. This seems a little bit aggressive uh, for me. Somebody said Kyron still dead to you, right? No, he is not dead, but he is. Uh, he is. He's 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 still alive. He's on life support right now. Well, he's he's not on life support, but he's he's not in good shape right now. He's, he's just he's he's still alive though. Uh, JMO at four, Olave five, Skymore six, Watson, Pickens, Dotson, David Bell creeping up there. Here goes David Bell, third round pick, top ten. Mechie, Alec Pierce. Wandell Robinson, Tolbert, Taekwon, my boy Taekwon Thornton. There we go. Get some Taekwon Thornton in there. Raisin, I will, I will continue to drive this price up. It is my sole mission this because I have nothing better to do besides prop bet and push narratives. I will single-handedly drive Taekwon Thornton's ADP up. Had a long conversation about him. Second round pick, not his fault he got drafted in the second round. He's fast. New England has all he's got to do is beat out Nelson Aguilar and he's on the field. And he's another one of those guys where all it's going to take for you to get value off of your Tyquan Thornton investment in the fourth round, because that's where he's going, right? He's like a fourth round rookie draft pick. All he has to do is catch one or two deep passes from Mac Jones. That's it. Once he does that, you can cash the fuck out and get out of Taekwon Thornton. That's all he's got to do, and you'll return value there. Justin Ross, fully anticipate him by the time training camp rolls around to be, like, top 12. Like, it's just, I don't want it. I I want zero. I wish him nothing but the best. That curl route that he ran, it did nothing for him. Beautiful. Flaccid. Completely out of the shower levels of flaccid. It did nothing for me. I'm happy for the young man. Hope he makes the best of his situation. I'm not banking on a UDFA wide receiver uh, to return any type of significant value for me in fantasy. I'm just not making that bet on Justin Ross. Khalil Shakir down here at 17, Calvin Austin. Velas Jones. I'm not a big fan either, but it seems a little low. 
am I, if I'm being objective, what? Stop if it. I'm being Stop objective, it. if I'm being, I st you start the show off with, with nonsense and here I go. If I'm being objective, he's going to start, man. He's going to start. I don't care how old he is. I don't want Vellis Jones. But damn it, if he's going to play and catch passes from Justin Fields, I'm just thinking about the opportunity, right? And if you have to make the pick, would you rather, honestly, Matt, would you rather Vellis Jones or Calvin Austin? Like, realistically, but keep it real. I would take Calvin Austin. No, you would. Because he plays in a system that has developed wide receivers for like 12, 15 years versus the Bears who haven't been able to develop a wide receiver. They just lucked into Darnell Mooney. And still, the system is terrible. But if you want to bet on a dude who played at USC with Sam Darnold, then you can go ahead and do that. But I'm going to go another direction if it's my pick. What do, At that point, what direction are you going? They all stink. You want Kevin Austin? You want Romeo Dubs? I don't want Kevin Austin, but I want Cal I'll take Calvin Austin. Yeah, no Listen, problem. Listen, man, I'll this is too low for Vallis Jones. This is this is a little but, too Ray, low. We're not, but Ray, we're not drafting him though. We're we're going after another running back instead of a Vallis Jones. That's just I the just truth. said if That's you had to make the pick, I'm saying if you have to, if you're if you're in this position where you if have to make it, if you're in the sixth round of your rookie drafts and Vallis Jones is on the board, you have Ray GQ's stamp of approval to take Vallis Jones. Six oh one. There's your pick. All right, all right. You just, you just, you just raining on my parade, and we'll just go to the tight ends for shits and giggles. McBride, oh, Woods, Dolchich, we don't care. All right, all right. Now let's look at let's look at these. Uh, let's see where these. Let's go to wide receivers. I want to see where Drake. Lo okay. All right. So Drake London is ahead of wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Drake, where's that sleeper sounder? Wow, right. Drake London ahead mm. of Tyreek Hill. DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith down here, wide receiver 23, fell seven spots. AJ Brown just kicking, kicking the Reaper out of wide receiver two territory. And we see Elijah Moore is officially outside of the top 24. Okay, let's just start with this one. I love Drake London. Love him, Jay. I, I don't know if. Would you rather Drake this London? This is why I don't get any rookies in drafts anymore. I just. Yeah. This is why I'm just full fade. Do not take rookies. Yeah. That's absurd. Like, that's absolutely absurd. No matter how good you think he is, there is still the chance that maybe he's not that good in his first there's year. A, there's a very real. No, really gonna tank, no, no, no. Right? There's a very real chance. If you go listen to that 40 episode, I think first round wide receiver, 17% hit rate. Like, there's a big. Oh. And I think it's like um, to be top 24, just top 24. I think the number was like a 60% chance for them to just finish a season in their career as a top 24 wideout. So there's a 40% chance that he's not even top 24. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm just playing the statistical numbers, right? This is wild. Wide receiver 12 I already? I can't do it, man. Wow. There's no way. I would never wow. take him. There's just there's too much unknown, too much uncertainty, too much projection. Like but All it's those not guys, I'm just, if I'm in a startup, I'm not taking them. Like I'm just not. It's not it's not even just London. Burks, wide receiver 15. Right? Nope. Wide receiver 15. No, G dub, love Garrett Wilson, 16. <laughs> Why? Olave. But 24. What is the upside here? What Sky Moore. Look at Sky. Look at Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Well, he plays on Kansas City, so if, if you really believe, like, whatever, Dude. at least he can get into the top twenty Here's and my, he'll get this the value is, out of it. Man, this is what I'm saying, man. I, I, Jahan Dotson over Claypool. I mean, 
Look at Cooks. Brandon Cooks at 28 down here. Wide receiver 44. Brandon Cooks. No one likes Brandon Cooks, though. That's that's pretty standard. Oh, for boy. Um, no one likes him. Um, so th this, this is, is um, Mike Evans, one spot ahead of Sky Moore. This is what your this is what your league mates are doing, man. I didn't do I didn't make these aren't my rankings. I didn't make these rankings. This is what the people are doing. This is what all those leagues you sign up for, uh, league safe and this and that and join my league. This is what they're doing. This is why we look at this is what they are doing. We're not advocating for this, but man, when I see this, I'm just like, th this makes me Jay. I, if you went into a startup right now, man, and we're like. Let all your league mates take all these damn rookies. You could just load up and build an absolute monster. You do so well. You just do so well, right? Because as much as I love these guys, man, like I, I, I can't, you know, Olave over Bateman, Olave over Moore, over Hollywood, over, over Sutton, over. I, I mean, this is. It's high, there's man. Zero. There's zero logical justification, regardless of what you believe. It's just. There's no reason why they're going to return value. Like, again, someone said in the chat, like, everyone's hoping that one of these guys is Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. But Justin Jefferson wasn't the first receiver drafted in his draft class. He was, like, what, the fourth receiver drafted or the third receiver drafted in his draft class? So even if you believe that, like, you're still probably going to pick the wrong guy if you pick Drake London or if you pick Traylon Burks. So it's just I don't see what people are seeing in these guys that make them think, yeah, I'll take him as a top 12 receiver. He can return value on Look that investment for me. In a Look at this. Abram Smith is the number one trending Stop player it. on Sleeper now. Our work Influencer. here, Stop our work it, here is fucking done, baby. Our work here is done. Let's do it. Yes. Now it's time to get Tyquan Thornton, drive him up. All right. So rookies going crazy. Would you rather... If you had Drake London or the rights to draft Drake London at 102 and you could trade 102 for DJ Moore Plus, would you do it? A hundred percent. Ten times out of ten. All right, and let me DJ ask Moore you this is the one. guy that I'm, I'm iffy on. Let me ask you this yeah, one. Here's a good one. Drake London or a 2023 second. Let's go mid to high. Let's go mid second. One, 206 in 23. Would you rather Drake London or the 206 in Michael Pittman? Oh, man. That's tough. I honestly think I would take Drake London. I honestly do. I think I would take Drake London. Drake, okay, Michael Pittman in a 2024 first rounder. 24 first, not 23. Yeah, then I'm taking Pittman. Yeah, then I'm taking Pittman, for sure. Okay. For sure. I think the first is worth it. Drake London or Jerry Judy in a 24 first? Oh, man. Oh, what do I do with Judy this year? Russell Wilson, um, third year breakout. Nah, I'm taking Judy in the pick. I'm taking Judy in the pick. Okay. Last one, Drake London or Rashad Bateman in a first? Nah, I'm taking taking London. <laughs> that's that's too All right. Easy. Elijah I'm Moore in a first. Ooh. Pulling on my heartstrings. Yep. Um 24 first, 24 first. 24 first. 24 first, man. And Elijah I'll Moore. I'll go London. I'll go London. I'll go London. London or Tyreek oh. Hill? I'm taking Tyreek Hill. Okay. I just, I just, <laughs> just needed to get – all right. I just needed to yeah. get that. I needed to get that. Okay, okay. Let's look at the running backs real quick. Team. All right. Breeze Hall, RB5, right behind Swift. Swift. We talked about Swift. it. Swift. Threw, threw right in there yep. months ago. A, a like. spot ahead of, uh, of, of CMC. Got Kenneth Walker at 11. Yuck. 
<laughs> ahead of Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Travis Etienne, Cam Akers, Gibby down here at 18, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones at 21. Lord have mercy, man. Leonard Fournette still being valued as RB25. Wow. Wow. Okay. Ray, let's let's make the case though, because everyone you just named is old, like they're dirt. I get it. At this point. I get it. Yep. So I think you can make a case, but I don't think it's a move either of us would make personally, right? If if you really do value him there, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Because again, you are getting the age. If you believe in the talent, I think it's fine. But I don't think it's a move that either of us would make overall in Dynasty. I don't think we're gonna bet on Kenneth Walker at RB eleven. We'd probably either wait and go another direction or just take another position right overall. But I, I think the draft slot is fine. He could be a little lower. Like if he was just outside the, the top 12, I'd be cool with it. But I think, you know, people just want that youth. They're chasing that youth. And I think chasing with Brees Hall is fine. Chasing with Kenneth Walker, though, I'm, I'm not quite on board with that personally. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Man, I, I just, a lot of sharp people that we follow, we respect, they are very concerned about his receiving profile, man. Like a lot of sharp people. And here's the issue with running back. Like the, I'm going to just give you the, the, the stone cold truth here. The issue is I would rather have, Jay, a lot of these running backs over Kenneth Walker this year and next year, you know? Yeah. Much rather Eckler and Cook and Chubb and Kamara and Henry. Like I'd, much, I'd rather all of these running backs over Kenneth Walker. The issue is their age, man. You know, that's yep. the problem. Derrick Henry, 28. Alvin Kamara, 26, going on 27, I believe. Nick Chubb, 26. Cook, 26. Eckler, 26, going on 20. That's the problem is Aaron Jones, 27. All these running backs that we know are probably going to outscore Kenneth Walker absent an injury. They're just yep. at that point where we just don't want them because of their age and dynasty. And I continue to talk about, Jay, I think there need to be two sets of rankings, man. I think you need to have like long-term play win rankings now, yeah. and then win now. Because on a win now roster, there's no way in hell. If you're operating your dynasty roster, I'm seeing a lot of sharp people talk about play dynasty in three-year windows, right? And in, in, for a three-year window, I'd much rather Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, you know, two to three years, two, two more years of Dalvin Cook, two more years of Saquon Barkley, you know, that he doesn't have a damn broken ankle, like two more years of Derrick Henry. But, you know, you know that that's all you're getting. And after those two years, two, three years, the, the, like you're done. Like they're, they're over, right? But if, if you're operating in a very short time frame, because most of your leagues are going to fold, they're not going to last five, six years. Most of them aren't. Yeah. So you spend all this time getting all these rookies, and by the time you're ready to compete, trying to find new league managers, and the league is shit, and it's terrible. But if you operate in a two- or three-year window, I think I prefer a lot of these running backs. Like Kenneth Walker at 11, for a back that's not going to catch the ball, I don't care how many times you yeah. show me that one damn practice highlight, like he just never did it. He never did it in college, and... Just because you didn't do it doesn't mean you can't. But that's a that's a lot of hope. And hope is the number one killer of dynasty rosters. This is just, it's insane to me for, to see Kenneth Walker at, at RB11. Um, we go down the board. we got James Cook there, um, sandwiched in between James Conner and Tony Pollard, ahead of Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, uh, Clyde edwards Lair. All right. I mean, sure. I'm not... Uh, Okay. That's okay, honestly. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, I didn't argue. You, you, right. you, you didn't hear me argue that one. All right. Pearson White in between Damian Harris and James Robinson. 
Again, I think Pierce is a, a lot high in my opinion. Uh, Michael Carter, the fall is just—it's just going. There's Spiller in between Edmonds and Stevenson. Zamir between Penny and Singletary. Algier between—I mean, Zamir between Penny and Singletary. Algier between Penny and Henderson. B. Rob in between Ronald Jones and Khalil Herbert. So that's sort of where the I guess top running backs in this class are being valued as RB 48 and above, right? Spiller outside that top 36. Rashad White and Damian Pierce in there to a certain degree, and James Cook knocking on the door as a top 24 uh, running back. Look how far Zeke has fallen. Wow, Zeke at, at 24. Mitchell, where's TDP? Where's TDP at? TDP. He's got to be right there. There he is, 56, in between Gus Edwards and J.D. McKissick. And there goes Kyron down there. Where's Kyron? Just for shits and giggles. Dearness <laughs> Johnson and Marlon. Marlon Mack, let, let's, let's just play this game. Would you rather Marlon Mack at RB62 or Damian Pierce at RB33? I'm t- taking Marlon Mack because he's probably the starter. Like He's, he's going to start. It's not a problem. Yeah. He's going to start. He's going to be the and starter. Do I think Damian Pierce is going to start? Maybe. And that's most I'll give wow. you. Maybe. That's, that's about it. Oh, boy. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're done, y'all. We're done. Stop your goddamn crying. We're off of Keep Trade Cut. Everybody was wanting us to get off of there, close that wretched site. We had to look at where the community values these guys because we're going to do a rookie mock. Jared, we're going to do the mock live with everybody here tomorrow. Do you want to do it live? How do you want to do this tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we can do it live. I'll All start right. up a couple drafts. We can do it live. I can't believe I agreed to this again. Oh, well, boy. Yes. You better be on time. That's yeah, it. be if on you, time. We're going to drop. Be on time. All of y'all talk that shit, come draft so we can talk about you all. And make sure you use your YouTube name so I can talk about you. Um, so let's, uh, tomorrow we'll have two rock, two mocks. At this point, Superflex and single court, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We're doing one QB, baby. We're doing one QB. One QB That's draft. It. We're going to mock with y'all live. So Jay will post the link like 10 minutes before we go live. Get in there. Yep. Don't fucking auto pick. Just stay. It's going to be a short timer. And then we will roast the picks live on the channel. And we'll talk about how you utilize Keep Trade Cut to make your dynasty decisions. But we appreciate you joining us this Monday. Y'all have a blessed, beautiful week. Tap into the show tomorrow. We got prop bets coming out today. Uh, WNBA, NBA, bunch of different things. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up button. We hit 14,000 subscribers. The momentum in the train is continuing to go. Make today great. We'll be back tomorrow. Mock drafts on Wake Up Brigade. G, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We out. Peace. Thank you